This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, enhance, and advance you to the next level on your Christian journey. We're prayerful that you'll stick around and listen to the message that God has for you, delivered by yours truly, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. The door is open. Let's go in together. Hi, welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. I want to thank everyone for tuning in this week. I know many of you all missed me last week. Yes, there was a sermon that did come out, but unfortunately, I only put it out on TikTok and Facebook. Um, but don't worry, that message, that particular message will be released uh, eventually, probably later this week. So it'll be kind of like you get two ser- you get two services this week for the price of one. But I want to thank everyone for listening and tuning in. This is like the first week where we get expanded viewership, expanded listenership, because therefore I have partnered with a church called Emmanuel Church Unusual, Chicago. Great church. The pastor is Reverend Dr. Charles Dockery. He's a great man of God, and you know, we're doing church. He's doing church in an unusual fashion, but guess what? It's a great thing. But in the meantime, in the meantime, I want to just thank you all for tuning in to Safe Haven Podcast, where we try our best to get a word out to anyone who wants, who chooses to listen. So this week, we're going to be coming from Romans chapter 12, verses 19 through 21. See, we get right into it here. Romans chapter 12 verses 19 through 21. Going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For the next few moments that we have together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, feed your enemies. Feed your enemies. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you right now for another opportunity. Lord, just use me in the way that you see fit. Empty out my spirit and fill me up with your Holy Ghost, O Lord. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my most blessed Redeemer. If the words were not printed down, imprint them in my heart, imprint them in my brain, so it can come out through my tongue, O Heavenly Father. Use me the way that you designed me to be used. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When we uh, open up today, We come in at a part of Romans chapter 12 where Paul is talking to the Romans about a lot of things. Because a lot, you know, the marks of a true Christian. If you, when you get an opportunity to read the entire text, read the entire chapter in its entirety. Because not only does it talk about a new life in Christ, it also talks about the marks of being a true Christian. Because, like for instance, in verse 14, it states, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. You know, when when we talk about feeding your enemies, think about that. Because every now and again, someone's going to persecute you, be it on your job, be it 
in your home, or even in your church. It, you know, we, we, get, we get hit by all, from all different angles. All, every single angle is different. But quite frankly, the one thing that always sticks out to me is the enemy part. Isn't it funny that your enemy always gets you when you're down? They never, and sometimes they hit you when you're up, but especially when you're down because they want to drag you even further down. And that's one thing that the Lord pulled out of me today. He pulled this out of me because quite frankly, I don't know about you, but I work a job where, where it's kind of hard to just get, to just be comfortable with. It's hard to be content, you know, and it's hard to find the contentment within the discontent and the malcontent. Amen. And one of the things that, that stuck out to me, and it came from work this week, and it was a situation, I'm not going to discuss the situation, I'm not going to bring it out into the limelight, but I will say it was a situation, and it was concerning me, and knowing me, I'm transparent enough to admit that, hey, I have my faults, and whatnot. Now, I do know that they might not do feel the same way, or may not even react in the same fashion, but it's okay. What the Lord was ta taught me this week was how to operate within that, that feeling, within that transparency. I was transparent enough to realize in my own situation that, yeah, I'm not perfect. I want more. You know, the Lord gave me a timeout. He made, he, he called me to take a timeout, even though it was probably frowned upon based on my other timeouts. Amen. But this time out, it made me sit back and realize what I'm missing out on, what I've allowed myself to be isolated from. One of the things that I was isolated myself from was getting out and doing ministry the way I see fit. Amen. The other thing was that job-wise, career-wise, I'm not doing what I was called to do. Amen. And yes, at first I thought I was called to be a performer. Trained well, did all that, did all the jazz that I needed to. Didn't say I didn't succeed because I didn't want to. I chose not to go that far because, quite frankly, I did not want to do some of the things that were being asked of me. Amen? I did not want to sell my soul to the devil. And I didn't. Amen? But that's me. There's other people I know out there doing, doing the thing that I willingly stepped aside from. But I still support them because you know what? They need someone like me. I didn't have, if I had someone like me trying to encourage them, like I'm encouraging them, then yes, I would continue. Amen. But that's okay. I'm not worried about that. I'm not hung up on, on quote unquote failures. One of the things that God told me, he just said, you figured it out, Brian. That's good. So it made me look at the, my job situation way differently, um, way differently than uh, before. And one of the things that um, that I'm grateful for is that, uh, that God has blessed me. He has. He blessed me to realize that this is only temporary. And um, and what, when it's so, something temporary like that, that is a good thing. So I'm grateful for it. And he said, you got to understand one thing. And this is the first point. We're going to get right to the first point right away. First point is, I had to, and this is for me, and this is definitely for you, had to be able to see beyond the issues. Ooh, I'm going to say that again. Better be taking notes, guys. 
You got to be able to see beyond the issues. Think about it. Verse 19 said it already because, you know, he says, beloved, never avenge yourselves, but you must leave for the wrath of God. But, you know, that's the first, that's one of the things where God says, vengeance is mine. I will repay it. Why are we always trying to go out and get the vengeance? Vengeance ain't ours. We might think it's ours, but think about it. I, I said it in a few few uh, sermons back. I said that God said he's, the devil's attacking God through you because the people only see you, but they see God. They see the God in you. And you know what? That's that's the thing. You know, when you see the God in you, it, it, they look at you differently. I know that a lot of people see the God in me. My job, my friends, my family, the people that ain't never met me, they see it in me. They see the the humility. They see the 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 compassion, the empathy. And you know what? That's a gift. I used to think it was a curse, but now I know it's a gift. Because quite frankly, no matter how many times I'm down, no matter how many times I just say, God, I can't take it anymore. I'm done. I had fun. It was a good run. Let's see the set of the sun. That's it. Done. You know, every time I say that, God still wakes me up. He still puts me on the pedestal. He still says that you have more to give, Brian. And he's probably saying that to you, Jane or Joan or Ted or David or Malachi, whatever your name is. He's saying that to you too. You have more to give. You have more love to give. You have more gift in you than you could have ever imagined. And that's when you have to just stop and praise the Lord in the way that you never praised him before. Amen. Hallelujah. I may not get an amen in this room, but I know there's some amens out there that are listening and looking at me right now. And they're saying, my God, you're on my brother. You are on my block right now. Matter of fact, how did you know where I live? I didn't know you knew where I live. I didn't know you actually had a key to my house. No, this is what the Lord has given me to give you right now. You have to look beyond your issues in order to feed your enemies. But in addition to looking beyond your issues, you have to redirect that negativity. You have to redirect the negativity. Think about it. Verse 20. Paul said this to the Romans. He wanted to redirect a scripture. He wanted to reinterpret a scripture that was given, the one that was quoted in verse 19. He said, no, if your enemies are hungry, you feed them. It doesn't matter what you feed them. As long as you're feeding the goodness, they may not accept it. But guess what? They're getting nourishment for the soul, whether they want it or not. Remember that. If they're thirsty, Give them something to drink. And we're not talking about the spirits right now. We're talking about giving them that living water that they need to get to the next level. That's something to do. That's feeding your enemy something else. Oh, yeah. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. In other words, that means they're still going to get their just desserts. It just won't be from you. Amen. It's going to be from God himself. He's going to take care of it. You feed the you feed their souls a little bit. You feed them up. You, you, you get them ready. You get, you get make sure that they're looking good. The 
feeling good on the inside, get a little nourishment. They may not understand it. They might get indigestion. They might feel a little heartburn, but guess what? You fed them. You fed them what they needed to hear. Now, whether they chose to hear it, that's another story. But that is not your fight. That is not your battle. That is for the Lord. Amen. We have to learn how to step aside and let God do what God does. Amen. He gave us a he called us to be seed planters. That's what I am. I'm a seed planter. Any pastor that you've heard that's worth their grain, they're a seed planter. Amen. We just plant the seeds. We let God do the watering. And we let God and let God do the flourishing. Amen. The rest is on God. Not us. We can't be God. If that's the case, a lot of people will be withering right now. A lot of people will be suffering. If you think it's bad to see a lot of poor people on the street right now, imagine if you were God. This ain't Bruce Almighty and I ain't Brian Almighty. Amen. And you're not the Almighty yourself. But guess what? You have to somehow find a way to redirect the negativity. I was getting some negativity on my job. And you know what I did after all of that? I went in the next day after I took the day I shouldn't have taken without the permission. I went in and I tried to redirect it. I tried to change, get, get a schedule change or something of that nature so I could try and get some peace in this place. But when they told me the days I was going to have to work in with the days off were going to be sporadic outside of a Sunday, I was like, curb that. I said, curb it. I'll, I'll, I'll work this schedule out. I'll make it work. I'm going to make it work. Amen. I ain't going to do it for you anymore. I'm not going to do it. I ain't going to do it for my family. I'm going to do it for me. Amen. I'm going to do it for the future. I'm going to do it to get me to the next chapter. The next chapter may not be with you. Amen. But I'm going to make sure I plant a seed to make sure you never forget who I am. Amen. I told one of the, my superiors, what I've done in the department that I work in. Guess what? Nobody else has done it. Amen. I did it, but I didn't do it for them. I did it for the future. I did it for the next generation of employees that are going to come in and take over and work in my department. In other words, now that you know where such and such is, you know who put this together. Amen. Maybe you pass that on to the next person. Amen. That's what you have to do. I redirected the negativity and I turned it into a positive. I've taken every negative aspect in my walk to get to me, to get me where I am now. This is a positive, amen? I've been called and asked to speak at churches all of a sudden. It's just coming out of nowhere, amen? People want to see me. People want to meet with me. And you know what? That is a good thing, amen? Because I redirected the negativity. And that's all you have to do in your life. You got to redirect that negativity. A lot of people out here, and I see it on my social media, ain't nothing against them if they're listening. And if they hear about this, it's cool. It's, we all good. We got, we like this. We we, we we ate spoon coons. But I see a lot of people talk about their jobs. A lot. Way more than I ever had. And yes, I'm guilty. I've talked about my job on my, on my social media a lot. That was the past. I don't do that anymore. I don't even really talk about my current job. I probably say a few things, words of acknowledgement that they even exist. But you know what? I don't take it out on the job anymore. I look inside. A lot of people hate their jobs. They say, oh, I hate my job. This person always calling, complaining, blah, blah, blah. I don't like this. I don't like that. The breaks are too long, too short. Uh, I got to be in the building at this time. They expect me to be back on the floor a minute before. But blah, blah, blah. Guess what? It's a job. If, if you were running the business... Put your 
Put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in your boss's shoes. If you're coming back late, if if you see an employee coming back late from break, you'll be on their butt just about as much as your employers have been on you. Amen. You were hired to be uh, to be to raise the company to a certain standard. You rise up to the standard. Yes, there's going to be people. Not everybody you talk to is not going to be agreeable with you. Amen. Heard this today. Not everybody's going to be on the same page. But guess what? You're on a page together. You may not be at the, this sentence at the bottom, but you're, you've already read the other sentence. Can, go to where they are. Bring them to where you are. I always said this. I always look back because I want to bring somebody else up to where I am. So maybe they can go higher than me. Then, then maybe they'll bring me up. And that's what we're supposed to do. It's supposed to be that perpetual cycle. When you redirect that negativity, don't go into your job this week looking at the negative the negative aspects of it. It's like, oh, I want to be in business for myself. Yeah, do you have the money to do it for yourself? Do you have the money to sustain a business for the long run? See, everybody always say, I, you should go into business, B. You should do this. You should do this, Rev. Well, yeah, I would if I had the money. Amen. I actually had a company, had a business. Unfortunately, I didn't get an LLC for it, so therefore it's still just a little dormant, so to speak. What you hear is a part of that dormant experience rising up to a different level. Yes, God has called me to do great things. But guess what? I tried to run that business about 11 years ago. It didn't last very long. It only lasted about a few months. Why? Because I had no money. I had no audience. Not a, not a sustainable audience. And therefore, I had no connection to what I was trying to accomplish. Amen. That is because I didn't take it to God. And now that I've taken a lot to God, here I am. Here I am, web page, website, podcast on every platform that you could ever imagine. And I just started this, what, five years ago? Yes, I know it says season 10, but guess what? That is still five years in the making, amen? Five years to get me to this point. Five years. I didn't see this five years ago. Matter of fact, I didn't know what I was going to be doing for this five years. I was one of the first people they, that this company, that um, that my podcast comes from, Anchor, uh, I was one of the first. I don't know if I am the first, but I was one of the first that they decided to test out the video podcast. I'm probably going to be the next one they test out for a live one. Amen? And you know what? I'm humble about it either way. I'll do it. I'll work it, baby. Amen? This is because I redirected all my negativity. If you redirect your negativity, look at all the positive things that will come forward in your life. That's the point of that part. Last point. After you realize you can see beyond all the issues, once you redirect the negativity, you've got to always, and I do mean always, pray for their deliverance. This is what you do when you're with your enemies. You pray for their deliverance. You may not like them. They may not like you either. It's okay. It's not about whether you like them or whether they like you. This is about what God has for them and what he has for you to do so they can get to where he wants them to really be. Amen. I can't say it again. I didn't write it. Well, I can only say it. Only thing I can say to you, if you missed it, rewind that part and play it again. Amen. Here's the thing. Verse 21, it says it, and this is the best part of them all. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. I'll say that again. That's a point in itself. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Beloved, prayer got me to where I am today. 
if there weren't praying souls out there, and I mean the P-R-A-Y, the ones that have been praying over my deliverance, my deliverance, mine, I wouldn't be here. So what can I do to repay them? I pray for theirs. Amen. Now, I have enemies out there who've prayed that I didn't get delivered, prayed that I suffer to the point of no return. Guess what? Here's something I'm going to put on the, put on the spot. There's somebody I wronged. Somebody I wronged a few years ago. Maybe they'll, they'll hear this, maybe they won't, but maybe they'll have a friend who will tell them about this. And this is all I'm going to say about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I put you in a spot that you didn't deserve. I'm sorry that, that I allowed myself to get into that spot. I allowed myself to get in that spot, and I got scared. And I wish I hadn't. I wish I was more upfront about it back then. But here I am today, a better man, and a, and a mature person than I was beforehand. Amen? I hope you forgive me. If you don't, that is on you. I, and, if you and if you don't, I understand. Because I probably don't deserve your forgiveness. But you know whose forgiveness I'm asking for? And I do deserve it. It's God's forgiveness. Because you know what? I'm repentant. I am sorry I did what I did. Sorry I said what I said. I'm sorry I behaved how I behaved. Amen? If you're not sorry for how you behaved, I'm, I, I still forgive you. I forgive you. Amen. And that's what we have to do with all our people. Enemies or not, forgive them. You may not forget it, but you can forgive. Amen. That's the best thing you can ever do when you feed your enemies. This is what you feed your enemies. You don't feed your enemies the same hate and disdain and pain that, that they have been given and the one that they're trying to give you? No, you feed them different. You feed them the good. You feed them the greatness. You feed them the awesomeness. And when you do all that, holy moly, their life is going to be for the better. So that's why you got to. That's why you got to be able to see beyond the issues in front of you. You got to redirect the negativity that they're delivering towards you. And you most definitely must must pray for their deliverance. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this message, this powerful word, oh Heavenly Father. We want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts and from the tip of our souls to the crown of our head, oh Heavenly Father. We want to just thank you. We pray that this just moves beyond the beyond, oh Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank everyone for tuning in this week. And I'm prayerful that you continue to tune in. And if you love to listen to any of the other services, feel free to listen to them. If you're on the webpage, that is www.safehavenpodcast.org. Safe Haven Podcast is one word, lowercase. I probably should have said that to a lot of people in the past, but I'm saying it today. For those who want to uh, reach out and get a prayer request, you can go on the page, go to the ministry contact section slash prayer request, and you can send in your prayers. For those who want to invite me to speak in your congregation or speak on your podcast, be a guest on your radio show for an interview, whatever, you can go there and go to the ministry, the ministry contact section. And listen, we have other great ministers who have uh, spoken in the past. You can go and check that out as well. Um, you, you can also uh, invite yourself to be a guest. Invite yourself, fill out the form, I, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Amen. In the meantime, guys, I want to wish you a wonderful Sunday, a wonderful Monday, an incredible Tuesday, a magnificent Wednesday, 
a terrific Thursday and a fantabulous Friday, along with a sanctioned Saturday. <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything else. Uh, but anyway, I want to wish you all that. We're going to pray you out. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you for this message and this service. We pray that as you dismiss us from this place, don't ever dismiss us from your presence, O Heavenly Father. We pray that our week is a blessed one. We pray that the message was applied. And we pray that you just keep us through. Keep us through. Keep us going. Continue to order our steps in the way you see fit, O Lord. We pray this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you all next week. Have a blessed one. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.